Technical difficulties have occurred with the hosts of this podcast. Please do not adjust your broadband connection. Thank you. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another fun-filled, cotton-candied episode of The Average Joe Show, located at AverageJoeShow.com. And the email address, of course, is talk at AverageJoeShow.com. And, of course, on Twitter, like the rest of the world, Average Joe Show, all one word. I'm Corey Shrett, and joining me tonight, as always, is my friend and cohort, partner in crime, Mr. Ward Miller. Hey, what's going on, man? Not much. How's the weather going over there? Ah, it's miserable. It's raining and windy, and it's been like that all day. You know, it was the same here, too. I woke up this morning. It was about 6 o'clock or so. You know, it's dark out, so I don't think anything of it. I look at the thermostat, which we have, the thermometer, which has the outside temperature, and it said 51. I said, oh, it's going to be a beautiful day. Open the door, and it's raining. I'm like, ah, fuck that. (laughs) Yeah, and it's raining sideways because the wind's blowing at 40 miles an hour. Yeah, we didn't get the wind. We just got the rain, though. It was just blah uh, you'll, all day. You'll get the wind. That's right. We're, we're east of you, so we're a couple hours behind in terms of weather. Yeah, because it's, like I said, the wind's been crazy all day. I, I can't remember the last time. I mean, usually, you know, when we get wind, we'll get it for like an hour or so, and it just go, blows away. Yeah. Uh, now, like today, it's just, the wind's just been howling for the last, uh, I'd say, six hours uh, that's ridiculous yeah but you know i'm in a house and you know on my laptop talking to you so whatever <laughs> yeah well, that's, that's the way i look at it an excuse to stay inside and be on the internets and play around uh you know um just like you know all those social network sites like facebook and myspace and and even twitter yeah i, I a lot of people think that that's like mindless and it, to an extent it is. But what's cool is uh, last week, was it last week or earlier this week? There was a, uh, it was earlier this week. There was a, a uh, earthquake in San Francisco and I knew about it well before any, you know, any uh, media picked it up. Because somebody was on Twitter and says, hey, we're, we're having an earthquake in, in San Francisco. I mean, it, it ended up not being that bad. It was like a 4.7 or something on the Richter scale, which apparently is fairly small. However, I knew about it before, you know, any, you know, ABC, NBC, CBS, any Fox, none of them picked it up prior to that. I tell you that that's the one thing I do love about Twitter though is you get that you know these this instant feedback this instant uh notification on everything you know it's it's the is the news stations now they they can't catch up they can't keep up with the the information that comes on there well the other problem that that I think that they're having is uh mainstream media I don't think has picked it up I don't think they understand you know the the idea behind it now the the other downside is when you have something like that like you know Twitter there's also the the possibility of bogus stuff you know bogus news stories etc because um 
you know, somebody could, could Twitter something. And I mean, that happened where someone had sent in a thing to CNN. They had a, you report type thing. And somebody sent in uh, a bogus news story that said Steve Jobs was dead. And they reported it as though it were real news. I mean, if you're going to be a media outlet, you still have to vet this stuff, you know, and see if it's, you know, if there's any legitimacy to it. You can't just, you know, arbitrarily report it. I mean, yeah, it's a great source to say, okay, well, you know, there's something happening in San Francisco and somebody's reporting a, uh, earthquake, but you know, at that, at that moment you say, okay, well, let's see if we can get a hold of, you know, some seismic center and see whether or not they're reporting it. Well, the problem nowadays with the, the news outlet is, you know, growing up, you know, you and me, there were four, four networks. You had PBS, ABC, NBC, CBS. Nowadays, you got you know all these cable channels, all these news channels out there, and and, and you're fighting the internet. It's competition. It, it's who's the first one that, to actually break a story. They they don't care about accuracy anymore. They just want to be the first one out there. Yeah, uh, I, and I agree. Uh, in fact, ABC was uh, I I don't remember where I heard this, but ABC was had just gotten the story about Lance Armstrong breaking his collarbone, mm-hmm. and and they thought you know, they were going to be the first to report it. And, you know, they put it out there and they said, you know, this is exclusive, blah, blah, blah. And then they find out that Lance Armstrong himself tweeted it an hour ago, an hour previous and said, Hey, you know, I broke my collarbone. Well, yeah, well, that's the thing. And, and Twitter's a great thing to get information like that. But the problem with that is, especially for news outlets is they can't follow everybody and, and they can't, you can't filter through the information. You know, unless somebody like puts, you know, hash marks, hashtags and puts news or something where you could filter it down. But you can't just sit there and look at every tweet and try to determine what's news and what's important news and what's not. Well, and and, and like we were just saying, and what's legitimate. Well, yeah, you know, I mean, I could get on Twitter right now and go, uh, a tornado just touched down in Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. And if they would just take that and run with it without any kind of verification, then they look like idiots. Well, well, they do. And I see that you're, you're like me. You like to use Twitter. You use Twitter on a daily basis. Yeah. Do you you follow any celebrities out there? Um, not like mainstream celebrities. You follow, uh, you follow the tech celebrities. Yeah, I follow Leo Laporte. And, uh, you know, Alex Lindsay and Scott Bourne and those guys, Al- uh, Andy Anako, right. um, Callie Lewis, but they're all, you know, internet tech people. I, I really don't follow regular celebrities because I don't really think that they're going to have a whole lot of, I, I, I just can't see how it would, I would find it interesting. Well, and the problem with regular celebrities, the people that aren't as tech savvy as like Leo Laporte, Callie Lewis, and all those other people, and many, many more out there, is you're not sure with celebrities if they're actually tweeting from their own account or if they have, you know, a publicist or, you know, an intern or somebody doing it for them. So you don't know if it's, you know, you're actually getting, you know, up close and personal information from the celebrity. But there is one celebrity out there that I do know that uses Twitter, even though the twi- tweets might not be interesting, is Demi Moore. Yeah, there was a story that uh, 
somebody was uh, contemplating suicide and uh, just basically wrote a, a, a tweet that said, uh, I'm wondering if anybody cares that I'm going to kill myself now. And Demi Moore uh, was, apparently heard this. And then afterward, you know, shortly after that, the girl messaged uh, getting the knife, the big one that is sharp and going to cut my arm down the whole arm so it doesn't waste time. Uh, Moore immediately replied, hope you're not, uh, I hope you're joking, sharing the scenario with her nearly 400,000 followers. A brief exchange spurred many people into action and the San Jose Police Department was flooded with calls on the matter. So basically, bottom line is Demi Moore helped the San Jose Police keep this girl from killing herself. Well, it's an interesting read. I think just because the fact that Demi Moore was involved with it, but I'm curious that how the hell did Demi Moore actually get this tweet? The only way you and now we're going to start getting a little technical on this show, but a lot of people use Twitter. The only way you get tweets is if you're following someone, and and I don't know her account name. I think it's like Mrs. I think it's Mrs. Kutcher. Something. It's something like that. Uh, so I'm is looking she at follow- the, I don't. Is she following everybody that follows her? She has like an automatic. I'd imagine. Cause... I mean, that, that's the only way it could happen. You know, well, I mean, most most tech people, they you know they have a ton of followers, well, but they only follow people that they know. Okay, well, I I don't know if this is her, but I'm assuming this is her because she has almost four hundred thousand followers. Yeah, Ms. MRS Kutcher is what I got on here. Yeah, a- and um, here's the thing though. And now we're going to break this down into the tech side. You only get tweets from people you follow. It doesn't. It, it, you can have the whole world following you. If you're not following anybody, you're not going to get any updates on what they're doing, what, what what's going on in the world. According to her page, I'm looking at Mrs. Kutcher and Twitter.com. She's only following 68 people. You know what, though? There is a public channel. So if she was just in, hanging out in the public channel. Oh, the time. Are you talking about like the timeline? Yeah, the public timeline. Mm-hmm. She could actually have been there and seen it. But and I, then if she responds to it, the four hundred thousand people that are following her, they may not be seeing the original, you know, the original girl, but they're seeing what Demi Moore's saying. Now, so the fact that she has four hundred thousand followers. Unfortunately, I'm trying to go back in time on her tweets. Does it say when she when this this incident occurred at all in the article? I'm looking right now. the The story, uh, I guess, broke on April third, so it would probably be like it. Like I said, it, the story really doesn't say. So it could be. I mean, the problem with her is she tweets so much. Yes. You know. and, and see, and that's another thing I had heard about, uh, uh, like her and Ashton Kutcher, they both uh, use it quite a bit. And a lot of the and, – and once again, this is just from different reports that I had read that a lot of his stuff is just silly, you know, self-involved crap. Well, come on. He's a silly self-involved person. Yeah. Well, I mean that's the thing and, and that's one of the reasons I don't follow him. I I tend to follow – uh, either people that I know, you know, um, personally, or 
you know, people that I've met at conferences or whatnot, and they'll say, you know, hit me up on Twitter, on Twitter, blah, 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 blah. So uh, I, I only have about 200 followers, but the people that I follow are pretty much people I know. And they're they're worthwhile tweets too you get from them. Exactly. And like I said, I mean, there's some that I'm following, you know, like Leo Laporte that doesn't follow anybody, you know, everybody back. Right. Um, but, um, you know, I usually get some good, good stuff from there too. Well, and you know, I, I give kudos to some of these people who are talking about Twitter and oh my God, we sound like, you know, another episode of twit here, but, uh, we can't dwindle on this, but I, I do like, I follow like, uh, people like Adam Curry. If everyone knows who Adam Curry is, he's the old, uh, MTV VJ from the late eighties, the long blonde flowing hair. You, you know who Adam Curry is? Oh yeah, and he's uh, he owned Mevio. He owns Mevio. Well, no, I thought it was it was what was it? Podshow. Yeah, it was Podshow, and then he sold to Mevio. No. no, no, he he changed the name to Mevio. Oh, he just changed the brand. Yeah, he, okay, he owned, he owned something in the mid '90s. I don't know what it was, and he sold that a long time ago. But this Podshow is now Mevio. But um, I've been following him for a while, and and he, and he follows like 600 people, whatever. And he said something, and I replied to it. Son of a bitch followed me, hmm. you know, and I, I, you know, it kind of makes you feel good. You know, you get a celebrity out there, you say something to them like, oh, this guy's interesting. I want to follow him. And I'm like, well, hey, th- thank you very much. I'm part of an elite group now. So it, it's it's nice when, you know, you can use Twitter in that respect that it's just not, you know, I'm going to just let you know everything about me and I'm not going to follow you and I'm not going to listen to what you say. You know, what? I don't care if you follow me or not, but if I say something to you and you reply to me, thanks. Thanks for listening. You know, that's all I ask. Sure. Well, I mean, the other thing is, you know, I try not to do the, hey, I'm not having, you know, cheese for breakfast or, you know, stupid crap like that. Yeah. Um, you know, usually if I if I post something, it'll be like a link to something or a, a news story that, that caught my attention and just looks, you know, interesting. And I think that the people that follow me would find it interesting. I don't just, you know... Well, I woke up today and, and I had a flat tire. Yeah, you know, that that's that's old. That gets old real quick. It, yeah, it, it's a fine line. And and look at it, this this link at averagejoeshow dot com of Demi Moore. She looks pretty hot in those pictures. Yes, yeah, she does. There's some pictures of her. You go, or you go. Ooh, she's gotten old. And other pictures, you're like, damn, she looks pretty good. Yeah. Uh, the reason I'm I'm trying to segue here from that is uh, I got the TV on in the background over here. It's on mute, of course, and. Uh, the movie The Mask is on. Remember that Jim Carrey movie, The Mask? Yes. With uh, Cameron Diaz? Yes. That is when she was the hottest. Yes. Well, that and something about Mary. And... Yeah, but this, I think, just ugh, something about the long hair and ugh. Oh, <laughs> I digress, but. Do, do you want us to give you a minute or? Uh, I, I just need 15 seconds. <laughs> What's what's that uh, new story? You give us an hour, and I'll give you the world, or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> give me fifteen seconds, and I'll give you the world. All right. Well, we're talking about suicide. Going from suicide to pretty much uh, death here. Um, a game, a game of our youths. I don't know if you ever played it. Did you ever play lawn darts? Remember lawn darts? Oh yeah, I did it uh, plenty of times. The, I remember we had. But a then they outlawed them. Yeah, they, they were uh, the version I had were called jarts, which I've I've heard that too, and I remember them up to the early nineties. Well, um, believe it or not, somehow they're back thanks to a website called Jarts in Your Heart, which sells the banned items. 
thanks to a little bit of legal uh, get around. So you can actually go out there and according to the website, it says, quote, these jarts are not toys. They should be kept out of reach of children. They should be treated as you would treat a bow and arrow. They have have and will puncture a person. If you have the IQ of a monkey, please do not buy lawn darts. I will not sell to anyone under 18. I do not have many sets left. So when they are gone, they're gone. Jarts in your heart will not be held liable for any death or injury caused by these purchase. Hmm. They cost $65. So you can actually go online and buy these, these jarts, these lawn darts. Well, why would you want, I, I don't understand. You know, when I was a kid, they were cool, you know, to 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 play lawn darts. But at the same time, you know, you pick them up for ten bucks, you know, for the whole set right. with the hoops and the whole nine. Sixty-five bucks, and you're paying sixty-five bucks just because they're outlawed. Um, I have no, you know, I'd have no compunction to go out and spend sixty-five bucks on lawn darts. You know, yeah, I did have a lot of fun with them when I was a kid, and you know, I I never got stabbed with it or had anybody else get stabbed with it. But you know, I, I don't think that that's you know, sixty five bucks. Keep the damn things. The only thing I think the people who buy this would be the people that are into the retro games. You know, the games of years past that you can't get nowadays. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. As a kid, they were great because. It was basically horseshoes, and my 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 father actually owned a a set of metal horseshoes. Oh yeah, I remember those too. And and yeah, and and, and if you ever played with real horseshoes, you know how heavy those sons of bitches are. And you know when you're when you're eight nine year old kid, you can't throw those things to save your goddamn life. And, oh no, you'd have to throw them over him. Yeah, and and even if you threw them, they spin, and and you can't throw them the right way, basically. And basically, these lawn darts were you know a way for a kid. Ironically, a game that you know can kill people—a way for a kid to actually play horseshoes without you know cheating or you know screwing up bad. Yeah, uh, it goes back. It, it's like anything else. You know, it's a knee-jerk reaction that they go, "Oh, somebody died because they were playing lawn darts." Instead of just yanking them off the market, why don't you say, you know, let let's hold the parents responsible. For for their kid getting hurt playing lawn darts because they weren't paying attention to them. You know what? I was probably eight or nine when I first started playing this game, and uh, the only way the only way you could actually get hurt is if well, first besides fooling around, obviously, the only way you could get hurt is if you have four people playing. Because if you have two people playing, you're playing next to each other. You're both throwing the darts at the same time. You have to have it where there's like four people, two on each side, so you don't keep going back and forth. And whenever we played like that, we sure as hell got as far away from the those rings oh, yeah. as possible. I mean, we were literally maybe thirty feet away. And I, do you know what the difference is? Because that would be common sense. Most people don't exercise common sense really to speak of, and they feel as though, oh well, you know, if I get hurt, I'll just you know that gives me a reason to sue. Uh, you know, as a parent. You'd think, okay, if I see little Johnny out there playing, um, you know, lawn darts with his buddies, I'm going to make sure that, that they're doing it right, you know, and they're, they're not, you know, okay, well, let's see if we can throw them at each other or, you know, whatever. Um, I don't know. To me, it just, it, it, the fact that they got banned in the first place 
wasn't the most brilliant idea ever. And the fact that these idiots are selling them for 65 bucks, it's, it's not worth it. You no. know, so anybody out there that, that feels as though they need to go and pay $65 for lawn darts, send me the 65 bucks because you're just wasting your cash. And the, but you know what though? In all honesty, I kind of wish I still had those because I, I love that game. Yeah, but I mean, I'm not gonna pay. Are you gonna pay sixty five bucks to, to to play it again? Oh, you kiss my ass. Exactly. That but was my point. I, you know what? I bet you one of the countries in the world that you could probably get these things legally would probably be like the country of Malawi. There's the segue. Uh, yeah, apparently Madonna's in in Malawi. And she's trying to adopt another kid. Now, why? And and, and this is being non-presidential, uh, not presidential, uh, prejudicial at all. Um, why would she keep going back to Malawi to to uh, adopt these kids? It just doesn't make sense to me. Um, you know, the, the first kid she adopted, her the father's still alive, you know, and there was all this hoopla the last time. And now they want to do the, um, you know, she wants to adopt another kid that's actually an orphan, you know, that's both this girl's parents have died due to AIDS. And, you know, it's, it's a tragedy, you know, I mean, Malawi is one of the poorest countries on the planet. But apparently, when she decided that she was going to go adopt this girl, um, you know, the whole Malawi government's behind her going, yeah, that's a great idea. We, you know, there's not going to be a problem, blah, 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 blah. You know, so she's, you know, given the money for daycare and given the money for, um, you know, schools and all this other crap. And then when she goes in, the judge says, yeah, the, there's a rule that says that you have to be a uh, resident for, I think it's at least 18 months. And so she, they, they basically the judge says, well, you didn't fit the criteria, denied. But you know what pisses me off, people like her and Angelina Jolie, is the fact that why don't you adopt goddamn kids from the country you live in? You know, I I can't say America because she lives. I think she lives in England most of the year. But you know, why don't you adopt an English child? You know, a child that lives in the goddamn country you live in. I agree. I I mean, I I have so much in agreement with that. Whereas we throw so much money at all these other poor countries, and you know, and the fact that they don't have food and water and medicine, it, yeah, that's really heartbreaking. But there's people in our country that don't have food, water, and medicine, and they can't afford it, and they're homeless. Let's get our homeless people taken care of before we start worried about the rest of the world. Thank you. I'm I'm tired of us being the goddamn world police. You know, we have to make sure the world is a better place. You know what? Sometimes you just gotta say fuck the world. We need to worry about ourselves. Well, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm not one of those people that, that thinks that. I am not an isolationist. Right. But at the same time, I think that we should uh, be more worried about ourselves. I, I mean, worry about ourselves first. And if if we get all the, you know, the 
homeless people and the poor people in our country taken care of and we got a little extra something left over. All right. Then we look at, you know, these other countries, you know, because there's so many uh, countries out there that are just, you know, so dirt poor that they want us to do, you know, so much crap for them, you know, between, you know, Malawi and India. And I mean, you could just go on and on and on with all of the, uh, all the, the countries, they, I mean, legitimately need help, but why do we feel as though that's our, uh, responsibility? The responsibility of this government should number one be to the people within this country, not to anyone else, not to, you know, I want to see what the, you know, Saudis are doing and make sure that, that they're, you know, respecting their people and this, that, no, you know, it's like the, the same people that, that were, you know, raising hell about the, uh, the prisoners in Guantanamo Bay. You know, oh wait a second, these these people down there, you know, you you know, they, they're not getting due process and they're not, you know, they're they're not being interrogated correctly and blah 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 and you know that's unconstitutional. No. It becomes unconstitutional when the constitution applies to them. And the constitution only applies to American citizens. These people are not American citizens, they're enemy combatants. The only thing that applies to them is the Geneva Convention, and that doesn't even apply because in order for the Geneva Con- for protection from the Geneva Convention, you have to be a uniformed combatant. But yet all these idiots are going, okay, you know, we, we got to close Guantanamo Bay. There's some really bad people in Guantanamo Bay. And here, here's a little snippet. Did, did you know that 73% of the people of the prisoners that have been already released from Guantanamo Bay have returned to terrorism. I've, I've heard something about that. You're right. I've heard that. Yeah. So, uh, it just doesn't make sense to me that, that, you know, that it's like all these people forget what happened on that, you know, on September 11th and they forgot that we were attacked and they forgot that, you know, we had 3,000 people die. We had more people die on September 11th than we did at Pearl Harbor. And they, they don't, you know, they don't remember that. The problem is, is, is a lot of Americans out there have this September 10th mentality. Yeah. You know? Well, I blame the, the news media because they say, you know, well, we, we don't want to continue to show the images from September 11th because it'll bother people. I want people to be bothered. I want people to remember that, that there were, you know, heroes, you know, the, the firefighters, the, the police officers that when everybody was running out of that building, they were the ones running in and, you know, they they gave their lives and it's a, a slap in their face you know, to, to, you know, desecrate their memory by just going, Oh, well, you know, we're being mean to these people. We, we got to let them go and we got to close Guantanamo and we got to do this and we got to do that. That's crap. 
But let, let's get off the politics because I, I could go on this all day long. Well, let's let's talk about food. <laughs> yes. Always. Let's go to our comfort zone. Let's talk about food. Um, you have you ever gone to McDonald's for breakfast? Absolutely. I think we all have, and um, I, I, you know, I, we've all gone there for lunch. And I tell you, what irks me is, and I, when I used to work the night shift, I used to get off at like seven in the morning. I'd be craving like a quarter pounder or a Whopper or or a, some sort of burger from a fast food place. And and of course, you know, you can't get that. No. And they don't, you know, I think it's like ten thirty on the weekdays and. And Saturday and Sunday, it's like eleven o'clock. I guess they try to, you know, get more people to eat breakfast on Sunday. I don't, I don't know why, because like yeah. you're going to dress up to go out to, to a fancy breakfast at McDonald's. Yeah, well, you grab breakfast on your way to church or something. Yeah, I don't think people. I don't think people are going to be grabbing an egg McMuffin while they're wearing their church suit. You know. Yeah. Well. I, I don't know, but th- there's a, a story in Salt Lake City talking about. There's a female driver. She's driving a white Dodge Intrepid. She pulled up to the drive-thru, you know, typical, typical day at McDonald's, and she ordered lunch from, from you know, the menu. Unfortunately, it was a Sunday, and lunch didn't start till a little later, and she was told that only breakfast was available. So she did like what any typical person did. She fired shots. She she got pissed off, and she shot her gun off, and believe it or not. The the police said that two men got out of the car and one of them pulled a sawed off shotgun from the trunk, shooting hmm. the drive. They shot the drive through window once or twice. Uh. <laughs> and, and, and that's it. They, just because they couldn't get lunch at you know ten thirty or whatever time it was, they shot they shot the window. Got pissed off. Uh, um, <laughs> what do you say about something like that? That's. <laughs> It, seems, um, it, it almost seems like it was planned. Come on. Well, yeah. You, you don't show up with a sawed-off shotgun with no intention to use it. I, I, yeah. And first of all, how fucked up? Well, you, you know and I know that these drive throughs have – I mean obviously they know what kind of vehicle is. Have cameras. You know, they have cameras. Oh, yeah. On the they want to make sure no one's trying to break in. They want to make sure there's no nothing going on, on the outside, accidents or whatever. They're trying to cover their own asses. I mean, the fact that these idiots got out of the vehicle to go open the trunk to get the gun out. Come on. The fuck's going on? Yeah, that that is very uh, premeditated. <laughs> Give me my quarter pounder. Bam! <laughs> yeah, I, I just don't understand. It, it, like you said, it seems too premeditated. It seems, you know, if, if you don't get lunch either, what, you, what do you do? You pull, you pull off to the side or you drive around a little bit till. You know, the next half hour goes by, and, and you come back. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's like, well, do you have it? Nope, not yet. All right. Well, then I, I guess that I won't get a quarter pounder. I'll have a, you know, sausage biscuit or whatever. Um, it, it just doesn't make sense. It, you know, it, it, I think that a lot of it goes back to the feeling of entitlement. You know, I feel as though I, I'm entitled to get, you know, what I want, when I want it, you know, regardless of their schedule. And if they can't accommodate me on what I want, when I want it, I'm just going to shoot the place up. But, th- well, you, this, this takes another side of it, too. Nowadays, you're always on the go. 
people are never stopping. They have technology with them all the time. They, you know, they're constantly connected. They're constantly working. Twenty, everything is twenty-four hours now. You know, you can get whatever you want at two in the morning. You know, even your McDonald's have twenty-four-hour drive-throughs nowadays. It seems like these fast food places should at least give you an option to buy a burger any time of the day they they want to that you want it. Well, I mean, at the same time, it, having worked at uh, Burger King when I was younger, I understand the the reasoning that they do it. I mean, you have a schedule, and you know it's just the way things prep and where you're going to put stuff and blah, 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 blah. It's just more important, you know, that, that you keep your schedule. I mean, it's, it's that simple. Yeah, but you want to get as many customers in the store as possible. Take the, um, and I guess you have them out there, the Sonic, Sonic drive-thru, you know, with Sonic. I know what Sonic is, but we don't have them here. Okay. It, it's one of those basically kind of like takes you back to the, 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 the drive-ins, of the fifties where you pull up and you know, the girls years ago used to wear roller skates and they come over and deliver the food to you. Well, it's the same idea. It's just a little modernized version of it where you pull your crop and they still bring you the food there. You can buy a burger anytime they're open. I've gone at six in the morning and bought a burger there. How come a McDonald's, a Wendy's, a Burger King, your, your major national food chains can't do the same thing. Because I think that the Sonic is actually just a burger place. They don't. Do they sell uh, breakfast? Your Honor, they do sell breakfast. I don't know if they sell breakfast all day. Well, I'm having to ask because I mean, like I said, I know what it is. I know of it. Right. I I can't say that. You know, I went to one in South Carolina, so I don't know what their menu is. Right. They do. They do have a breakfast menu. I don't know if that's all day too. I would assume so, but I do know that you can get a burger anytime they're open. Now you hmm. have to you have to wait a few extra minutes, but you know that's the price you pay. Well, um, yeah, it's kind of like uh, uh, an MTO from Sheets. You guys have Sheets? I don't know what that is. Okay, uh, Sheets is um, kind of like a convenience store chain. Okay. And maybe it's just in Western Pennsylvania. I'm not sure, um, but they have what's what they call MTOs, made to orders. And you can go in there and have a computer, basically a, a, a computer, and you um, want well, a touch screen, and you say, "Okay, I want a, uh, a hamburger," mm-hmm. and it then it comes up, "What do you want on it?" Well, I want bacon, and you just punch buttons, uh-huh. and by the time you're done, you say, "Okay, done." You wait five minutes. Here you go. Okay, we it's, had we had something like that. Did they? They didn't do burgers at the time. It was called Wawa's. Which is it's kind of like a Seven Eleven where you go in and you can well I know you can order sandwiches, breakfast sandwiches, and lunch sandwiches, and you just go in and you punch what you want, and they made the sandwich for you. You know you don't have to tell somebody like at a subway I want a sandwich with extra lettuce, no onion, blah blah blah. You you know you go in and you pick and choose a la carte what you want on the sandwich, and within five minutes you had it. So I yeah I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, I mean something like that, but you know if if. The thing, my point with this whole thing, this is the last I'm going to say about it, is if you know ahead of time that they have a schedule and that after 10 o'clock, you know, up till 10 o'clock, they serve breakfast. Right. At 10.01, if you go in and say, I want a cheeseburger, and they go, no, we're still doing breakfast, you know, then you can call the bullshit card. Well, 
But until that time, okay, you know, then then why don't they do this? How about a little lap over? You know, an hour where you can get both, or or a half hour where you can get both. Well, usually they do. I mean, like they'll they'll sell sandwiches. Pretty much, they, they, they. I mean, when they'll like if it's ten o'clock at ten after ten, they may still sell you a you know a sausage biscuit or something. Well, they're also but, trying to get rid of the the food too. Exactly. I mean, and and I understand that. I mean, they're in the business to make money, but you know, I still don't. The last thing I want to do is glamorize some moron with a shotgun, right? Thinking because they have a shotgun that they get a right to do whatever the hell it is that they want to do, and it that's not the case. I, I, yeah, you're right. It's just why they did it. It seemed like they must have set it up. It's like you said, it's too premeditated. And that just tells you one thing that, you know, it's a Sunday morning. You don't go till 11 o'clock to get lunch. And it's Sunday. You should be in church and you should be praying. Once again, another great segue. Um, There is a company now that will charge you a monthly fee of $4.95 a month. And they have a computer that will pray for you. (laughs) They use... uh, text-to-speech synthesis and it'll pray at the same volume and speed of you typically praying. And it says each prayer is voiced individually with the name of the subscriber displayed on the screen. So you could actually have this program praying for you. I I don't know. (laughs) I think that it's very funny because uh you know it's one of the things where everybody's saying that we're getting becoming too dependent upon our gadgets you know before we start recording we were talking about uh cell phones and i said that i use the iphone and blah 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 so and and you were just saying how we're connected so much and it it looks as though there's some people that have taken it to become a severe crutch that the only thing that they can do is to, um, you know, okay, well, I'm entirely too busy to, uh, to pray. So I'm going to just, you know, I'll pay my five bucks a month and you say a couple of prayers for me. <laughs> I, I I I think this is just just this is just freaking lazy. I'm sorry. You know, I mean, a lot of stuff is automated, but if you're gonna pray via the computer and have the computer do it for you, why even why even attempt to pray at all? Well, I, I think that there's there there is a a percentage of the um the people that are out there that feel as though that gives them the opportunity to be holier than thou. Right. You know what I mean? So it's like, well, you know, I pay five, I pay my money and I have somebody pray for me, Mm -hmm. you know? And it's like, I, I don't understand, you know, if it's kind of ridiculous, you know, to, to say, okay, well, you know what? 
I need somebody to, uh, I need you guys, you know, here's my five bucks, do my three prayers a day or whatever. And, uh, I'll, I'll talk to you. <laughs> you know? If you go to averagejoshow.com, you get the link to, you know, the story and, and it gives you a link to the page. I'm, I'm actually at this, this prayer page and, uh, Boy, they put like no effort into this. If you, if you go to awards, look, it, it looks just like a, a generic website. Oh, absolutely. I mean, there's no thought in here. And if you think about it, you well, no, be- you no, no, no. The thing is, what I think is cool is you could pick your religion, and, and it's not just the Catholics or the or Jewish or you know Protestant, whatever. I mean, they have every religion, that, and they'll pray for you in whatever religion you like. So, so let's see. Let's let's kick a. We'll pick a uh, the Catholic religion, and let's see. What do you get for? <laughs> you, you get the the Lord's Prayer. Um, and that's the that's the special deal. That's only three ninety five a month. You save two dollars. Um, <laughs> the Catholic Morning Prayer. Well, that one, that one must be really important because that's twenty bucks a month. Oh, jeez! Damn, Catholics cost a lot. Yeah, uh, the prayer for the deceased is four ninety five a month. Well, the yeah, prayer for the 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 get well prayer is only <laughs> five bucks a month. So you can pick, you know, and, and it's like you pick and choose which, you, you know, they have a prayer for world peace. Right for your children for a dollar ninety nine. That's the best rate you can get. Yeah, but well, three ninety five for the uh, for the prayer for world peace. And of course, if you get twelve months, you get you know a month or two free on these deals. So what? Are the oh two- yeah. And now you know what I'm thinking about this ward. You and me could have done a website like this. Oh, absolutely. You have to have no religious background. All you have to do is you know look up a few religions. Look up some of the big religions, which they're listed there. We know all the big religions. You know, look up a few sample prayers from each religion, and bam, you're done. I mean, really, this is <laughs> what, well, and the thing is, it doesn't matter what religion it is because they, they cover them all. Yeah. Uh, you, you can get, let's see. Uh, wow. Jewish prayers are really expensive. <laughs> you would think those are the cheapest. You'd think, you know, uh, the, the, the first couple of those are way more expensive than the, uh, Oh, but they have a, a Oh no, that's not the same thing. Oh, they you can buy the complete Jewish package for I'm not kidding, that's what it's listed as. I'm looking at it right now. The complete Jewish pa- package for 25.95 a month. Tell them what they get. And with the uh complete Jewish package, you get a morning and afternoon shema, five get well prayers, and a prayer for peace. Plus the sham wow. Yeah. Shipping and handling extra. I should have put the story in about the ShamWow guy. Did you see he got arrested? Oh, uh, he got arrested because a little prostitution he, going. Yeah, he got he got arrested for beating up a hooker. Well, she wouldn't uh, let go of his tongue when he tried to kiss her. That's uh, that's ShamWowrific. Anyway, <laughs> that's why I buy the Snuggie instead. <laughs> <laughs> but this is, you know, I, I'm. I want to see wanna, what other religions. I want to know who in in their right mind actually uses. Uh, this website so they can pray. Apparently there's people that do because I mean, but who, 
you're not that busy to do a little prayer. And you know what? And it, this is we're bordering religion here. God's not going to say you're going to hell because you didn't pray 12 times a day like you're supposed to. I don't, ever, I don't ever recall a total number of times you're I don't, supposed to pray. I don't know. You know, you, you go to sleep, you say your prayers at sleep, and, you know, you go to church and you do a little praying. And I think you're supposed to do it once a day or something like that I don't, for the Catholic religion. I, I don't know. But I think God's going to be looking at these people like, are you serious? You use the computer to – to pray to me, I, I I don't know. I really don't know what to say. I saw you pull this story up. I was like, oh jeez. Uh, I just thought it was funny. Pray two point It's it's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> well, let, let's let's change the channels a hundred and ten percent here. Holy we're, cow! We're gonna we'll go from um uh prayer to porn. Hey, but they're both computer related, and they both start with a P. I got a kick out of this website, <laughs> and I know Ward looked at it. This this grabbed my attention. Just the name of the website. It's called Porn SFW, and of course, if anybody who you know knows your, your little abbreviations on the web, it's Porn Safe for Work. <laughs> now, what this basically is is people take still frames of pornos, <laughs> and they it looks like basically just a they take like Microsoft Paint and they just basically take the sexual act at hand and repaint it so it looks like a, a normal it's natural, yeah, a natural a natural hobby. There's a, for example, I'm I'm, I'm trying to find them now. There's a, there's one where there's a woman and she's uh, she's naked and she's bent over and there's these two guys with their their dicks hanging out and she's jerking them both off at the same time. So the picture has her wearing a dress. They paint on a dress and the guys have these, these vases with flowers and she's holding the vases with flowers on their, on their, on their laps. Dear God, uh, I'm looking at some of these and it's just, it's just amazing. Some uh, of them look pretty good. You know I mean? Yeah. The oh, drawings well, sucky. well, no, there, there was one that it looked like somebody put an awful lot of effort into Photoshop because this girl is looks like she's eating a banana. Yeah, I saw that one as a matter of fact too today. Yeah, they, they must have put a, I mean a little bit of work into that. Um, you know, some of them aren't real good. No, but you know what's funny though is uh, the best part of of this website to me is you look at the picture and then you try to figure out what the original what's underneath picture, it. Yeah, what the original picture is. Yeah, that got me mad because I figured if I clicked on it, maybe I'd see the original. And yeah, it doesn't work like that. No, it doesn't. But, you know, some of them. You look at some of them. You're like, what the hell? There's a Mario and Luigi one, and one of the girls is trying to eat a mushroom, and it's, you know, you obviously know it's not a mushroom. Yeah. And it's it's I, these people put so much effort in this. It's just there's some true talent there. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> First of all, I wouldn't open this up at work if I was anybody just because the word porn is – yeah. if you could even open it, pornsfw.com is the website. But I, I, I told you, I when I when I saw this link earlier in the week, I, I opened it up and like, oh, I got to look at this. I literally spent like 20 minutes looking at all these pictures going, huh, I wonder what the what that pose what, – what that picture originally was. And now How do I erase this? Yeah. Can I get the originals? <laughs> And some of them are so obvious, like, oh, you know, I know what they're doing there. And some other ones are like, what the fuck? How the hell? You know, 
Yeah. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah, it's it I mean some like I like I said, some of them are really bad and it looks like they just trace stuff in paint. But then there's other ones that somebody sat down with Photoshop or a really good drawing program. The the ones that are funny though are the ones that look like they're done in paint. Yeah. Because you know, it looks so cheesy that that makes it great. Oh yeah, the colors, the the it, it, Oh yeah. You know, they use these colors, they use these really fat thick lines. It looks like, you know, like a little kid did it. And you're just like, "Damn." Yeah. But I'm I'm just going through the pages now. It's just it's amazing. <laughs> yeah, if you if you get a chance, you know, any of our listeners go to averagejoeshow.com and check out the link. Uh like I said, a lot of this stuff is just so funny because it's so off the wall and you go I know what they're doing. That's, you know, that's the best part of the game. What are they doing? Exactly. <laughs> you know, they're, they're, <laughs> I don't want to give nothing away. No. Uh, yeah, t- take five minutes, go check it out, and uh, see what you you know see what you think. I think that a, a lot of these are really funny, and like I said, some some of them, you know, the cheesier ones are the better ones. Yeah. They 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 really are. So make sure make sure you go to Average Joe Show check this out. Well, of course we always end on a porno, and I'm glad. I guess that means it's time to shut down this show this week. Uh, oh boy, I think I'm done looking at porn today. Uh, I don't know about you. Yeah, Ward. yeah. Uh, this pretty much uh, yeah broke me for today. Yeah. Yeah, nothing's going to get me aroused, I'll tell you that. Well, I want to thank everyone for uh, joining us tonight. Of course, I want to thank Ward. And, and you know where Ward is. He's besides here every week. He does another podcast. It's a video podcast called Restaurant Food Fast, restaurantfoodfast.com. Uh, are you back on a regular recording schedule now? Yeah. Um, we just – we usually like to be one you know, one ahead and uh, because I was sick two weeks ago. We weren't able to get it done in time, you know, so what I ended up doing was uh, we shot last Saturday or, yeah, last Saturday morning, and I posted it Saturday night just so that we had the, you know, had an episode up because I, I hate, you know, leaving my viewers without an, an episode. So we're uh, hopefully we'll shoot two this week just to get back on schedule. Yeah. Uh, like I said last week when we were talking, I was I was surprised that you actually had an episode up uh, on last week because you said you weren't feeling well and you you miss you were going to miss a week and it's like well you know that happens it's not a big deal. Yeah, I just you know like I said when we went and we shot it, it it was a fairly quick episode, and uh, when I got back I just sat down and I uh, edited it as fast as I could and uh, and posted it the same night. Well, it was like I said, it's a good. It was a good show. It didn't look like it was a rush job. It didn't look like you guys were fumbling around. You know, it looked like you taped it a week earlier. That like you always do. It looks like it looks like a regular episode. So, you, you guys pulled it off. You did a good job on that one. Thank you. Oh, I I tell you, I'll t- I'll tell you if there's something wrong. I'll tell you, and if there's something, <laughs> good, I I do tell you. You know, I mean, I, oh yes, you do. I, I'm not gonna slam you and say, hey, you're so sucks just because. No, I say if, if I see something wrong, like why is this this way? Or you, you know. Is, what the hell did you do here? You know, and that's fine. I, I'd rather I, I'd rather be honest instead of just lying. And say that was the best episode. You can't say that every every episode can't be good. Uh, I, I just 
try to make him watchable. That's that's my goal. Uh, I, there's a lot of stuff that that we really want to do um, moving forward, and I, I don't want to let the cat out of the bag. We're trying some different things, and sooner or later we'll get it nailed down. And um, you know we'll we'll be changing some stuff. You know, I mean, we just went from a three to a two camera shoot. Um, it'll, I think it'll be pretty cool. Well, we'll have to see what it is. I mean, so far everything looks real good. As long as long as the show, you know, you keep good quality show, and if it makes it easier for you to edit the show and do a quicker turnaround if you need to, hey, by all means, go ahead and do it. Yeah, well, the the fact that we bought these new cameras that are. Uh, they write right directly to SD card, right? Which makes a huge difference in the time it takes me to import it. Whereas, you know, if I shot a thirty-minute show, it took me thirty minutes. You know, uh, uh, and uh, anybody that does any kind of video editing knows when you do the initial shot, I may shoot forty-five minutes to an hour's worth of video, and then once I cut it down, I have a twenty-minute show, and um that's one of the things that's really cool is because before when I'd import it, I had to import the whole hour long worth of video. So it took me an hour just to import the video before that's before I laid, uh, you know, any kind of work to it. Now it's, you know, once I'm done shooting, I pull that card out, drop it into a, you know, just into a USB card reader and copy it over. And it takes me like five minutes to get it ready to the point where I can edit. That's nice. It's huge. It's very nice. You know, that saves you a whole hour right there. I mean, yeah, gotta, you gotta love that. But so make sure you check out the show. Restaurantfoodfast.com is the website. You can watch the videos right there. They've got feeds for every device imaginable and every application out there known to man. So there's no excuse for you not to have the show automatically uploaded to you to enjoy uh, I tell Ward this all the time. I, you know, I got the feed automatically set up, and uh, it downloads every Sunday and Monday at work. It's there. I watch it every Monday, pretty pretty much every Monday. I can't say every Monday, but I guarantee you, within but within the first day or two, I watch that pod. I watch this podcast. So, you know, I'm not just blowing smoke up his ass. It's it's a good podcast. And last week was Panini's, and I I thought it was awesome that you did Cubans. I love Cubans. Yeah, a lot of people don't know what that is. And that was with the fun of making it, you know, it's, you know, something that's, you know, very good that nobody really knew about, you know? Mm -hmm. So that's, that's why we, why I enjoy doing the show because I'm not a cook. No, but there's simple little tricks and things that you learn and you pick up, you know? Oh, absolutely. Everything about the knives you use, how to cut meats and stuff. And it's just, you guys just, just watch an episode of it. It's, it's a great show. Ward is there. Ward is us. Ward's the average Joe. <laughs> yeah. Basically, he's, he's up there. He's the one that asks the questions because he doesn't know about cooking. Chuck's up there. You look at Chuck going, he's not a fucking cook. He looks like the guy that eats the food the cook makes. Yeah. You know, he doesn't look like, you know, you know it's not a regular cooking show. It's not one of these uh, Food Network shows or PBS cooking shows where these people, they look like cooks. No. You know, it, Chuck's just a regular guy and he knows his shit. You watch five minutes of it, and you know Chuck knows what he's talking about. He's not just blowing smoke up your ass. Yeah, I keep trying to get him to wear a chef's hat, and he refuses. <laughs> Make him wear one of those kiss the chef uh, 
smocks or something like that. Yeah. Well, one more time, make sure you check out Restaurant Food Fast. RestaurantFoodFast.com is the website. Links there, everything there, comments. Leave them comments. Let them know that you guys are watching. Uh, what's the Twitter for that one, actually? Uh, restaurant underscore food. Restaurant underscore food. Okay, so I, I follow. I know I follow it. It's a, it's, does Chuck run that tw- Twitter account? Uh, both of us ha- can log into it. Okay. And usually what I'll do is I'll Twitter the stuff – where we are in production, you know, like when we're getting ready to start shooting, I'll put stuff in, you know, and as I'm editing, you know, I'll, I'll drop some stuff in, you know, and then once I post it, I'll drop some stuff, but Chuck answers any kind of food questions. I basically, you know, deal with all the production stuff. (laughs) Thank God you're not cooking. He's not doing the production stuff or we'd have a hell of a show. Oh, it would be totally bass backwards because I, I can teach you how to boil water. And uh, nine times out of ten, I'll burn it. <laughs> no, you'd pick up the phone and order a pizza. This is how you make food. Uh, yeah, large pepperoni, please. Yeah. Oh, as long as I have my iPhone, I will never starve. No, you won't. Uh, <laughs> You're like me. iPhone in a microwave, and I'm good to go. I can microwave anything as long as there's directions on the box. Exactly. I'm very good at following directions. So make sure you're Restaurant Food Fast, restaurantfoodfast.com. Like I said, it, it's a good show. It's Watch the show and have fun trying to figure out what they said because Ward has to edit out all the all the dirty parts because it's got a clean clean tag on it. So you can always tell when they're starting to say something raunchy because it gets edited out. Yeah, I, I just I'm too lazy to find a beep text. You know, the, the beep sound effects so I could put the beep over it. It's right. just easier for me just to cut it out. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I know, I know how that is on audio. Just it's easier just to hack off what you don't want. Instead of trying to put a beep on him. So we're not classy like Leo Laporte out there with his little twit podcast network. Yeah. But make sure, and I hate saying this, check out my new podcast. Yeah, how did that go? Actually, it went great. Talk Duo. TalkDuo.com. The episode episode will be up. Episode zero. We'll have it posted. I promise it will be posted before this one's posted. So... Check it out, TalkDuo, T-A-L-K-D-U-O.com, on Twitter at TalkDuo. Um, it worked out good. My friend uh, Teresa, I worked with her in Florida. If any of you guys are watching the posts and the tweets out there, uh, we were talking on IM. We're just texting each other, and she says something like, oh, this would be great stuff like Howard Stern could talk about. So dummy me said, why don't we do a podcast? All you need is a headset. And her response was, how much does that cost? So the moment she said that, I knew I was in trouble. So she was pumped about it. She's never done a podcast. She never, you know, she knows what they are, but that's about it. That's, they're, you know, the MP3s that you listen to or, or videos that you watch. And that's about all she knew. That's very cool, though. Oh, yeah. So basically, well, let's I'll go over quickly. Basically, what we're going to try to do is kind of like Average Joe show. Well, it's more like a morning talk show. A little Average Joe show. We're going to talk about some stories, not not anything we talk about here. And we're going to talk about a little personal stuff. We're going to put it in, in there. So we each come up with – I said come up with five stories. I'll come up with five stories. You give me the links to the five stories so I can look them over. But any personal stuff, I don't want to see it. Don't talk. Don't tell me about it. You leave it yourself, and then when we'll talk about it on the air, it's a little more spontaneous. So we have ten stories and some bullshit stories about our own stuff, observances, whatever. And I'm thinking, okay, this will make a good 45-minute, maybe 60-minute show. So you know, she's freaking out. We hit the record button. We start the show. I wrap up the show, hit the stop button. 80 minutes later, 
we, we talked about six of the 10 stories and we went on so many tangents. It, it's just amazing. I, I think it worked out good. I mean, we started off talking about, you know, morning show radio to we're talking about sex and, uh, it, it, I thought it went good. I listened to it on a Thursday morning. I, I enjoyed it. I have to edit the show up tonight after we record this one, and I'm going to get posted. So make sure you check it out, talkduo.com. That's my third podcast now. So basically my Wednesday nights are gone, my Thursday nights are gone, and now and my Friday nights are gone. You're just a glutton for punishment. I'm a glutton for So that means I, ha- I can make up four more podcasts because there's only four more days in the week left. Or, or you could do like Leo, quit your job. Oh, if I could do like Leo, I would. And quit your job. Yeah, I'd love that. I wish I could afford to quit my job and just do podcasts all the time. Oh, if, but, I, if I could, if I could do forty hours of podcasting a week and make like good money at it, oh my god, that would that would that would be superb. But you know what? This actually, in all honesty, I had I had like three or four more podcast ideas after. Uh, Tech Game Show, which was the second one we did after Average Joe Show, and that was one of them. Like, do like a morning type of show. But the problem with that though is, I don't know anybody. I wanted to have somebody I knew in real life. You know, I, I only know Ward via the internet, and I only know my other get hosts on the Tech Game Show via the internet. We've never met in real life. You know, we we've known each other for over a year now. But I wanted to have somebody if I did another a, like a morning talk show, somebody that was you know I knew in real life. I knew her idiosyncrasy. She knows mine. We know how to play off of each other that way. Oh, yeah. And so <laughs> I said, get a headset, and then that, the rest is history. Uh, so so those shows will be coming out Wednesday nights. Tech Game Show comes out Thursday nights. An Average Joe show, somewhere between Friday and Sunday. <laughs> but I try to get it out Friday night, so hopefully the show will be out like Friday night or Saturday morning. So I want to thank everybody for joining us tonight downloading this episode spending a bit of their bandwidth with us you know having a good time with us we hope you like the show leave us comments on the website averagejoeshow.com shoot us email talk at averagejoeshow.com tell us what you like don't like the more we hear from you guys the better it is we love to hear things i don't care if you hate the show tell me why you hate the show yeah absolutely it might be something stupid that we we can change something so minor we can change just let us know what you like what you don't like i'm not gonna yell at you (laughs) That's not my job. I, I let Ward do that for me. He's the one that sends out the nasty emails. And I would never be nasty to a a a, a participant. No, we'll be honest. We'll be blunt, maybe, but we won't be nasty. Exactly. So once again, I want to thank everyone for joining us this week, and hope you come back again next week. Until then, have a good one. Thank you.